right, uh, John, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you for being uh, accommodating and getting us in after hours. For but, sure. Um, I'm Mike Smulligan, and welcome to the Small Talk podcast. We're here at Anna's house on Plainfield. This is uh, one of West Michigan's uh, best brunch breakfast spots. Uh, they started in West Michigan, or in Grand Rapids, actually, at yeah, this location. at this location, right? And uh, now have expanded all over. So we're doing something exciting. We're, we actually are going to be giving away uh, $25 two times, so $50 in total to uh, a subscriber, a new subscriber from someone that watches this podcast. So uh, make sure to stay tuned to the end. So uh, tell me about it. Uh, what you do at Anna's House and uh, how long you've been with the company. Uh, yeah, I'm a corporate chef. So I get the pleasure and yeah. the luxury and then my job, I get to spend all my time at each restaurant. So we have 11 of them now. So okay. I'm not just the chef of one restaurant. Uh, I, I kind of oversee heart of house or kitchen operations in, in all of them. And I get to work with the team to create all the menus. Um, uh, I'll do a lot of the heart of house operational training. Um, just make sure that we have, you know, foodies that I work with and we're doing the best we can putting our best foot forward with with the food and making sure that every time somebody comes in they get a great meal. Yeah, so you have 11 locations and mm-hmm. sounds like part of your job is to to have consistency. So mm-hmm. all of the restaurants kind of have a similar uh, level of quality and uh, maybe menu items too or does each location have exclusive menu items? Uh, our menu's like it's big. Yeah. Um so we have thought about having individual menu items for each location, but right now we have those 11 restaurants all have the same menu, Okay. but it's, it's like, it's fast. Um, yeah. It's got something for everybody. Um, we, that's how we kind of develop our menu and go through our process to make sure that we're hitting uh, something that every age group would like, um, something for everybody with dietary needs, something that if you wanted to come in and just have like, a blowout one hour vacation meal where you're just indulging. We have that too. We have a, the traditional breakfast options. We have brunch, we have lunch. Um, and so when we kind of go through our process, we make sure that we're hitting on every level of the menu. So we can kind of have one menu throughout all the That's all great. The restaurants. So do you have uh, like vegan and gluten-free options? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's something that makes us really special, I think, is that, um, we have a really big vegan menu um, and the number one criteria for that is that it's tasty. The number one criteria. That, for, that makes sense. Yeah. You've got a reputation. Yeah. Right? I mean, the number one criteria for all of our food is that it's tasty. Okay. Um, and we, we start there and then kind of work our way into the different categories that I talked about. You know, we have our sweet, our savory, um, we have our indulgent, we have our dietary friendly. Um, but the vegan menu on there is, is, is very big. Um, it's got something for everybody on that menu as well. And those items, I mean, we sell them to non-vegans because they're delicious. Yeah, they, they, I'm sure that happens. And, um, but it is great that you have that option because there is a lot of restaurants that don't. So, yeah, I mean, if you have a group of people that's coming in and one of them is vegan, they're going to choose the restaurant where, you know, Maybe six people come in, five of them aren't vegan. The vegan, yeah. the vegan gets to choose. You know what I mean? Because you want to be accommodating for everybody. So here now we have, like I said, something for everybody. Yeah. So everybody can come in and get their breakfast, enjoy their experience, and the ambiance of Anna's house is amazing. So 
that speaks for itself a little bit. And now they can come in and have this great breakfast um, and, and, and really enjoy it and not feel like they're having to sacrifice. And that's the, that's the goal. We want them to come in and feel like they're getting a great meal and not have to sacrifice flavor or yeah. have to make accommodations to their own diet to be with a group of friends that they're with. That's great. I just want them to come in and enjoy. Yeah. So um, where do you get your inspiration? Like, how do you come up with new, new menu items? It's a good question. We, I just love cooking. Yeah. Um, I like being creative with food. Um, my wife and I cook all the time at home. Um, we got three little kids who are like, we're raising them to be foodies. Yeah. So they're like my biggest critics. Um, so I'm always getting feedback on what's good and what's bad at home. Um, but as an organization, uh, Anna's house is built on foodies. I would say our owner is the biggest foodie. Okay. Um, That's good. He, he really likes great food, um, and presses for quality all the time. It's always, is that the best ingredient? Can we get better? You know, how do we, how do we go more organic? Um, who's, who's got the local stuff, but even if it's local, does it taste great? Is it the best that we can get on the market? Yeah. Um, and so having that kind of like structure with the organization, then they, we've also put together a team. So I work with, um, in our office, we have a couple of people that do marketing. They do a great job. So they bring um, all sorts of ideas and inspirations to me. And then we go through it. And then we have this food focus group, um, which is, a group of people that we trust from all around West Michigan okay. that we actually bring in um, quarterly. Uh, we show them the food that we're about to roll out to our guests on our feature menus. Uh, and then we also just give them a questionnaire on what they would like to see on the menu going forward. And that focus group has all the, all the pillars of people that we want that we have. We have older generations, younger generations. We have people that um, have dietary needs like vegan and gluten-free. We have uh, a, a trained chef on that group to make sure that we are, number one, being tasty. Uh, we have a former ju food judge on the team. Um, kind of an so, all-star cast. Huh? Yeah, we, we tried to, and they do it all voluntarily. Okay. Um, it's wonderful. So, and they're pretty honest with their feedback. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's another uh, way we get our menu to be really, really great is all of us work together to put what's best on the plate in front of the guest. Um, and when we do that, when we work together, we, we, we achieve a lot. So there's a lot of open, honest feedback. So my inspiration comes from a lot of places. And then there's a lot of guide rails that help us stay on track to like, to reach our, our goal of the perfect menu every time. Okay. What would you say is like the number one thing that people ask for when they come in here or your number one menu item? <laughs> What's crazy is that our number one menu item is actually our traditionalist. Okay. Which is eggs, uh, breakfast meat, usually bacon. And the toast. standards, right? Yeah, and, okay. then, and then hash browns. And that's the number one seller. Like, that's the, that's the bread and butter of Anna's house. Okay. So a lot of people want that, that meal that they can have consistent over and over and over again, and that's what they enjoy. Um, but I would say outside of that, we have like a lot of Southwest dishes okay. that are really great. Um, so our uh, our Southwest Benedict is is fantastic. It sells like crazy, and I think that that's something that people ask for quite a bit. So when you are um, coming up with new ideas, 
and you do you run them past your kids sometimes and do you ever get like kind of mixed responses absolutely i uh i do run them past the kids uh, not all the ways because like they're pretty brutal like yeah <laughs> so there's like when i know it's going to be a hit i'm like here you guys go but when I'm, when i'm kind of developing something and i'm still working on it like yeah i, I don't need that like shot to the ego quite yet <laughs> That. So what's like one of the dishes that like you've recently thrown past your kids and they may be shot down? I mean, for me, I'm, I'm making pancakes with chocolate chips for my kids. Right. And that's about the extent yep. of what I do. Right. Um, so actually on our on our winter features right now, we yeah. have a gingerbread French toast and we actually make all the gingerbread in house our own loaves. We slice it. We French toast batter it. It comes with these roasted poached pears. Uh, brown sugar butter and and walnuts on top and it's also got this apple caramel glaze that goes on top it's fantastic i want some but yeah. i'm pretty sure my kids would sh shoot it down yeah, yeah. It, it's <laughs> it's really good um and my first attempt at making the gingerbread they they were just they were like dad like this is great but and they're they're like 10, seven and three. They're okay. not like older, like grown kids, but that, you know, we feed them all the time and yeah. they, they have, I, I don't know, they got good little taste buds for, sure. for little tykes running around and they, they have no filter because they're your kids and they're yep. young. So they just kind of stick it to you. Um, and uh, they just said, hey, go back to the drawing board on it, like in their own little cute way that, you know, yeah, digs not it, my fave, digs right? your yeah. ego, right? For sure. Um, so I actually went and worked with our uh, chef in our Grand Hipville location. His name is Abel. Okay. And he came from a bakery background. And I said, Abel, gingerbread. This is what we want to do. This is the direction we want to move. I think what I produced is great. And he was like, hey, try this, try this, try this. We made it together. I bring it back to the kids. And they're like, you nailed it. Good. So Good our, job, actually, yeah, our yeah. gingerbread French toast is what's on the menu from Abel. Um, okay. But courtesy of my children who were <laughs> brutally honest. Now you think that's going to be like a permanent menu item or is that more of like a seasonal? Um, that's probably a seasonal. That's okay. probably seasonal. Like gingerbread, you know, winter time, it's those warm spice flavors. It kind of fits with the holidays a little sure. bit. Um, you know, so that will, that, that'll probably pull off with our, with our spring feature rollout. Um, but it's been good for us. People are yeah. really enjoying it. So uh, in your opinion, like what, what would you say goes into like creating this type of environment? So, I mean, obviously um, Anna's is w well established as like a great breakfast spot, but like what are some of the things that maybe you don't notice right away um, that mm -hmm. you feel? You know, we, we Josh and his, and his wisdom as he, as he developed not only this location, but the Beltline brought in a designer. His name's Tyler. He's a really great dude. Um, and he kind of just put this whole design together with the wallpaper. Yeah. Um, and he's just got a really good idea of, of how to make you feel bright and warm. Um, so a lot of light colors, um, a lot of features that are just like kind of open your eyes a little bit. So in the morning time, you want you want to come in and you want to you want to hear the music, you want to wake up, you want to have a great meal, you want to start smell your, the coffee. Yeah, yeah, smell the coffee, start your day with a smile, meet, meet somebody up front who's got a smiling face, um, be in a nice, bright, clean environment. You know what I mean? It's different than dinner where you're going in with candles and dim sure. light um, and you're kind of winding your down, day down with maybe a cocktail. Um, here you're starting your day off. 
and trying to get it, you know, on the right on the right foot. Whether you're going to do a business meeting or you want your weekend to start right. Um, so Tyler did a great job just really figuring out what what the roots of Anna should be when he when he designed this with Josh. Yeah. Um, and so we've really taken those designs and he's designed every one of our restaurants. That's great. Um, and he's done something a little bit unique in every one. Are there some like common things that kind of go across all of them? Yeah. So um, one unique thing is they have this they have this toaster wall. So I don't know where I I honestly don't know the history behind it, but I don't know where Tyler got the idea. But he always has like one wall in each restaurant that's got old historical toasters that are kind of lined up on the wall in a really cool pattern and way. And it's always just like this feature, a visible feature um, that's on these walls and it's really cool. And then we also have um, Sauter um, and he is a painter that's local. Okay. Um, I actually, I've seen him do his work. I was at a splash pad, uh, I don't know, last summer. And he was, he was doing the, the mural on the backside of the splash pad on this building. And I went up to him and said, hello. Um, but he does all of our Anna's murals. So if you've been to an Anna's house or any of them, yeah. we've got these cool murals, uh, black and white giant murals on the side of the building that are like... Those are hand-painted? Those are all hand-painted. That's amazing. By one person. Yeah. Um, and they're all different. They're all unique. Um, so the, the theme is always the same. Yeah. Or similar. But they're, the, each restaurant is very unique in itself. So you can... It feels, it is definitely a, a growing brand where we have 11 restaurants, but each one has their own feel. So you get a lot of people who come in and they're like, oh, Plainfield is my Anna's house. Sure. And Northland Drive is my Anna's house. Or, or I go to the Beltline Anna's house. And they, yeah. they like really, they'll drive further from their office to go to the Anna's house that they, they like, even though the food's the same. It's just each one of them has its own little unique vibe to it. I think that, but, but a breakfast place, you're usually connecting with the people that work here. A hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Um, the person uh, pouring your coffee or the yep. person taking your order, or the waitress or, yep. um, it, it's the experience, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's what's going to be different at all the locations that you have and people mm -hmm. come to breakfast yeah. for the experience, right? Oh yeah, for so. sure. We have, and it's, it's when we hire people on, so Northland down here, um, just a little bit away. Uh, the kind of services of Rockford area. Um, we have a hostess down there, her name's Maggie. And I swear she has built the business for us yep. just by being a smiling face, like up front. Um, people just enjoy coming in and, and saying hello to her. And she doesn't necessarily wait on tables or do any of that, but she's she's there four or five days a week, smiling, getting people to their table, getting them started with a cup of coffee, um, and just kind of making sure that she works making friends right yeah she just makes friends and makes makes you feel welcome coming in and you know says see you again when you leave and she's got a great smile and i mean those are we have people all over our 11 locations that do that and i really it does start with people you're right it's the people right mm -hmm. who you work with matters and um i think that's true in a lot of ways and uh where where you go and the experiences that you have are all part of it so um, so you have 11 locations now, like how, what goes into choosing a new one? Like how, how do you, how do you choose? Josh, our owner is really big into real estate. Okay. Um, and he's done a really good job setting 
um, some parameters around what it is that Anna's house needs to, to be its optimal when it comes to a location. So car count, we look at demographics of the area, we look at um, uh, parking lot size, um, we look at um, if our menu is going to fit in that area with the, with the people group. Um, we, we, he does a ton of research and then we have the executive team that he runs it all by and then uh, when we're in, we're in. Uh, we try to get the best deal possible and then we have a renovation team that goes in and um, makes these buildings look absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Expanding across like 11 locations, that's no small feat, right? Like that's yeah. like, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And uh, how do you ensure that the consistency and quality remains consistent across all the locations? Yeah. So I said that twice, but we'll, we'll go with it. <laughs> you know, if, consistency, if, you're not, right? if you're not growing, you're dying, yeah. you know, um, that's the old mantra, right? Um, and Anna's house is uh, really decided to grow at an even pace. Um, so not so much that you can't maintain the consistency and culture that we've just talked about, um, but not so little that you can't bring a new breakfast, breakfast experience to a, a different area. Um, and so I've been fortunate enough since I joined the company three years ago to actually open up three different locations. Yeah. Um, our goal is one or two a year right now. Um, and then hopefully, Hopefully, as we get bigger and and you know we grow from 11 to 13, that you know maybe we can take on more than that. Um, but in that time, uh, we've really developed a training program for our staff. Uh, we've really figured out how to make sure that we can uh, onboard people. You know, the, the people is the most important part. A lot of times, for sure. you have to make sure that they know the ins and outs of the business. Um, and when we haven't done that 100%. Um, we there's some bumps in the road when you open these restaurants it's not easy you just don't just one day open the doors and people come in and you got great sales yeah there's just a ton of stuff that goes into it so opening up grand haven was this great experience where we did it over the summertime which grand haven in the summer just booms yeah and then we had coast guard so we had to like train this restaurant open it up get the construction woes kind of out of the way and then get our people in and then right right from the rip we just were flooded with everybody that's on vacation, enjoying their beach time. You know, we're kind of coming out of COVID a little bit, so sure. everybody's like out and about, and it it was it was kind of wild. And that was like, okay, wow, we we need to really button down our systems. We need to figure out how to train these people like perfectly going in because you know if it starts to go fast like that, they need to know exactly what to do every time, and the food needs to be perfect every time. So your first 80,000 guests get into this amazing experience, right? Yeah. Um, so then we moved over to the other side of the state a couple of years later and did Milford. Okay. Um, and we took the learnings from Grand Haven and put them in place in Milford. So then we had this awesome training team where it wasn't just one person wearing all the hats. We had yep. every, we kind of diversified and made sure that everybody had their key parts and responsibilities um, and really worked a plan, and it worked out really, really well. We, I feel like our people were just super taken care of, and that community embraced us um, in a way that was, was kind of heartwarming. And then, you know, take those lessons again and go over to Northland, um, and that restaurant opened up just recently with, I, I mean, almost flawlessly. Um, we had training down. We got 
a beautiful brand new kitchen, great space. Um, and it went from being this like wild west to seamless, flawless, and super fun. Yeah. Um, and when you know what you're doing and you know what you're supposed to do and the food's coming out perfect, it's coming out hot, and you see people enjoying all, the, all of your creation. It's gotta feel um, good, right? It does, it feels, it feels yeah. really good. And when you can do it right away and you can see the fruits of your labor and you can see that you're, you're growing a brand, you're growing a company, um, you can share that breakfast experience with more people, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so I think breakfast is a big part of a lot of people's day, right? Getting started, mm -hmm. and I think if you started off with a good breakfast, a good experience, and the rest of the day is gonna go better, right? Oh yeah, 100%. So, um, for you opening these restaurants, like what, what would be the most rewarding part for you in, in doing that? I think we're changing communities that we're in. Yeah. I mean, I know, maybe it sounds lame, but or maybe it sounds cheesy, but I do feel that, um, like you said, when you can start somebody's day out with a smile um, or impact them um, in, a, in a positive way, yeah. whether it's the food, you know, or it's the people or it's the ambiance. Those are the three pillars that it's we... It's got to be a good combination of all yeah, of them. Yeah, we I talk, think, yeah, we talk about Yeah, you can have good food constantly. and still have a bad experience and that could ruin your day. So yeah. I think you guys do a really good job at, at having all of that in one place. Yeah, and we, we talk about it with with at the corporate level we talk about it at the restaurant level it's it's food service ambiance and when we can really hone in on the food and hit our specs and when we can greet somebody with a smile and make sure that their hot coffee's filled up and make sure that they get in and out of the restaurant with in their timeline yeah uh and then when we can keep our buildings fresh and beautiful like we we nail it oh, for um, for the employees it's a great place to work too right yeah, like just yeah. having a clean, welcoming environment, I think is, is uh, it's a place I would want to work. Yeah, and there's there's security in that too, right? Um, because you know restaurants nowadays, you know they can be up and down, and they're hard sure. to, they're hard to run. Um, it's it's not a it's not an easy business to get into, um, and there there's some real ups and downs sometimes. And you've probably seen in the area there's restaurants that close and. Come and go pretty quick. Yeah, yep. and uh, you know this this restaurant right here has been here for 20 years. Yeah, and so there's there's some real security with our employees knowing that they can come to work, have a great time, serve a great breakfast, see people that are regulars all the time, uh, enjoy what they're doing, make a good living, and and know that they can come back tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day and continue to to live the live the life they want to live outside of work. Yeah. So you, you mentioned community. How else is Anna's house involved with the local community? That's a great question. I, every one of our restaurants, the GMs is such an integral part of what we do at Anna's house. And they all have their own unique heart and they all have their own unique um, areas that they want to impact their community. Um, so we do a lot of community involvement from the GM level in our restaurants. Okay. So an example in, in Grand Haven, Nicole, uh, partnered up with one of the local elementary schools yeah, and brought them in and worked with the teachers and they, they were, it was an open forum and they got to kind of suggest after they did a, a restaurant tour and spent time, uh, they got to suggest menu ideas or what they would do better um, or things to make Anna's house better. And they, you know, they took that back to their classroom and did their project and Nicole kind of followed up. And then a year later, uh, we invited that that uh, that classroom back in. You know, they went from third grade to fourth grade, 
the teacher got in touch with them, brought them all back in after hours. We served them hot chocolate and showed them the, the new kids menu that we developed with all of their ideas. Um, oh, that's awesome. From, from yeah. that. Um, we do stuff with the police departments. Um, we've gone to Kids Food Basket yeah. and spent some time there just volunteering our time as, as an office, just going over there and making sure that we're making an impact locally um, just because we can. Um, that's, that's important. We also partnered up with Toys for Tots this year. And in our Milford location, uh, it was it was wild. We had uh, we had a guest come in and see that the box was empty, and they came back, and they went across the street to the store. Yeah. Bought enough to toys to fill it fourfold. Oh wow! And said, "Here you go. Let's get it started." And then the communities kind of rallied, and we filled up box after box after box for Toys for Tots so this year. From one one individual that yeah. wanted, I mean, I, I yeah. would say it started with Anna's house, but then that individual that came in and mm -hmm. wanted to help and then the community kind of rallied around them. That's awesome. Yeah. And then all of a sudden emails get started sending out and, you know, the GM's like, hey, you wouldn't believe what happened today. And then, uh, and then there's other GMs sharing their experience with Toys for Tots because they have their, their little box in their front, front um, pergola of their, of their restaurant. And then and they just start to share this and it snowballs and you get all of the good feels. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's what builds the culture of Anna's house is we're not just serving breakfast, we're impacting communities. You are, way. yeah. I think yeah. that's um, something that a lot of people overlook is yeah, you are impacting your community. All local businesses mm -hmm. do um, through the people that work there and then the people that, that, uh, that frequent yeah. the place too. So um, it's good that you're aware of that. and. Don't take it for granted, for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I mean, that's, that's something that we have to continue to do. And that's why we we've really have stayed local because, you know, there's been opportunities outside the state. Um, but this is where we have some brand recognition. And this yeah. is where we've had the biggest impact. And we're still finding new places to impact uh, local areas. Yeah, and uh, when that stops and that's saturated, we can move a little bit further out and doing that. But right now, it's I feel like the reception is warm right now, and we're continuing to grow in these in, around the Michigan area, and it's working for us. You're supporting community, and community supporting you. That's great. It's a great way to say it. So, as a chef, right? I'm sure you've tried everything on the menu. <laughs> yes. Um, what is like the one thing that is your favorite, and then one thing that maybe mm. uh, everybody else should try? Or it could be the same thing, I guess. I think our features. Okay. Like, so on the main menu, we can get into that, but we, like I said, we do these quarterly features. And so that's where we get with the team that we talked about. Yeah. Um, that's where all the creative inspiration comes from. Um, and that's where we go through tasting one and then tasting two and then even tasting 2.5 if we need to before it goes to you know, final recipe development and we send it out to the guest. And that's, um, that's where a lot of the passion comes from. So, and a, and a lot of our just food, foodie development, that's what yeah. keeps us on the culinary cutting edge. So something new is your yeah, favorite. What, like, what, so one of so these new items. Like recently the, uh, the breakfast nachos. Wow. Yeah. So how do you, how do you do breakfast or how do you do nachos, but make it breakfast? Are they tortillas or? Yeah, so we took uh, these corn tortillas and, and fried them. And we, we just float them right in the fryer. And so they get, they're not just like this uniform shape. They kind of have this like uh, bend to them. Yeah. And so they get some height on the plate and they're, they're fried like to order 
um, and then we put them right on the plate or put, put them right on our um, grill and then we melt the cheese on there with some black beans and then they come off uh, right on our plate so they're stacked up really high. They've got this incredible crunch to them and then we put uh, this roasted poblano green enchilada sauce on there um, and then we have a, a green chili queso that's layered on there so it's all the things that you love about kind of like a, 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 a nacho. Yeah. Um, but then we make it breakfast by putting an egg on there. We have corn salsa, fresh tomatoes, queso fresco, and then we grill this lime and put it on there with some, some radish. And uh, it just kind of, it, it screams uh, nachos, but it's also for breakfast. It's kind of like, you know, you, you best of both worlds. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, and so that was a really a, a fun one to develop because you get to be creative. Yeah. And then when you, you know, you sit down and go through all these iterations and taste it, it's just, it's delicious. It's one of my favorite things that we've done. And then as far as like on the menu, the uh, Bananas Foster's French Toast. Oh, I've actually had that a few yeah, times. Yeah, you've had yeah, that one? That's, yeah, that's I, a- I that's like a, bananas for breakfast. I don't know, that's probably, no, that's a that's a is thing. that a normal thing? Yeah, and then we we actually sear those on the grill so they get this like caramelized, almost like brulee yeah um, texture and flavor to them. So it's not just like your raw banana on there, and then it goes over this French toasted ciabatta bread, um, and that ciabatta bread's made from Michigan Michigan bread, okay. which is out of Detroit. So I call it local. Yeah, um, well, it's local to Michigan, right? Um, and they do a great job for us. They're super, super consistent. Um, they've worked with our brand um, to, to really develop the bread recipes. They've worked with me personally just to make sure that we have this, the perfect bread that we want for this dish. Um, but yeah, it's French toasted. And then we have um, the caramel that goes over the top, uh, this almond mascarpone. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a great dish. Yeah, you're selling it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's um, kind of fun. It's like, like I said, it's like that. It's a one-hour vacation. That's like the that's the dish you come into and indulge on. The one you can't get at home. It's yeah, far, I think we need to get breakfast, Jeremy. <laughs> um, but um, so doing that focus group that you guys uh, do to put new menu items together. Mm -hmm. What's like one thing that like you overwhelmingly said like this is not ever going to make it to the menu? Is there like one thing that you're like this? Nope, this is terrible or like, or does it not, do things not make it that far? That is like, that. the food focus group is just, like, that's the creative engine a lot of times. Yeah. So, like, there's there's never a no. It's a, it's a yes and how. Okay. Um, so, uh, the most recent one we talked about is breakfast kebabs. Um, I thought that was a fun idea. It could be, I have no idea how we'd pull it off. Yeah. Um, we haven't even start. I haven't even started development on it, um, but the idea got thrown out there, and I could just see a breakfast plate with kebabs that are just got height, it's got dimension, it's got big flavors, and I just thought, man, that'd be kind of fun to do. Like, yeah. Like, how do we get there? And at, you know, at first, you, is it is it possible? Sure. Yeah. How are we gonna do it though? How are you gonna do it so um, you can get your guests in and out? How are you gonna do it so your line line cooks can execute it perfectly over and over and over again. Um, 
So, no, there's not anything that's just, like, completely hit the cutting room floor, like, from the get-go. Yeah. Um, there's definitely been some ideas that, that I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Um, but then once we start to dive into it more, all of a sudden, like, the creative possibilities start to open up because you start to ask questions or you start to reach out to different people like Abel. Yeah. Um, we have a, um, a cook um, at our Beltline location. His name's CP. Um, he's great with making pizza. Um, so we we looked at breakfast pizza and he, he actually made one just the other day for us um, that I tasted and I was like, oh my gosh, like I could tweak a little bit of the idea that I have right now for that with some of the ingredients that he put on there. Um, so there's there's always the yes and how. Yeah, kind of just using everybody's brain power to come up with something yep. amazing and unique. That's, yep. Yeah, that's and that's, what, that's what's cool about food is you can do whatever you want. I mean, we could do a breakfast pasta if we wanted to. I know it sounds a little bit zany or I off the wall. I think that's three of my favorite food groups, actually, right? like syrup and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Candy cane, candy <laughs> yeah. corn, and syrup. Um, you know, we've had all sorts of crazy ideas. I think one thing that I really focus on with that food group, though, um, the food focus group, is just dietary trends and dietary needs. Like... What's trending? Is it is it whole foods? Is it grain forward? Um, is it is it the gluten free? But is it a certain type of gluten free? Like, um, do we want do we want rice based items or do we want like corn based items? Um, like, how are we how are we gonna get there? What is what's the kind of hip and in demand um, with people and, and and these these different food areas? Yeah, that's, I mean, there obviously so many different choices. Mm -hmm. um, are, so are you taking um, opinions from the other side of the state now that you're expanded, you know, across yeah. Michigan? Yeah. Or is it, yeah, so it's people from the west side and mm -hmm. people from the east side? Yep. Okay. From from all over. Um, and it's, it's a, I mean, we, the last meeting we had, I had like just a notebook full of ideas. And then we have to go back in and, all right. What, what do we want to accomplish with this menu? Like, how are we going to get there? And then they also tell us about our main menu. Yeah. They also say, hey, you know, now, now that we've got this food focus group, they come in, they try Anna's house, they continue to order different things when they, when they come and frequent our restaurants. And they'll give feedback on, on our main menu staples. Uh, and we've been, able to, we've been able to really think about how we're going to do those things better. Um, because of our focus group, our BLT was great. It's loaded with tons of bacon. I mean, it's the biggest BLT you've had, but we had an extra layer of bread in the middle of it. Um, and our focus group said, hey, this is really hard to eat. And I know it's as simple as a BLT, but they said, hey, we think people will order it more and enjoy it more if you take out that layer of bread in, in the center. Yeah. So we did it. We tried it at a restaurant. It was unbelievable. People, the feedback on it was like, wow, this is better than the last time I had it. We didn't do much to it, but that focus group brought back just a little nugget of, of input and we made the decision to go that direction and it made us better. It made us better at our menu better. It made our brand better. Um, and so we continue to innovate the main menu through them as well a lot of times. Yeah, it's definitely you're, you're passionate about food, and mm -hmm. I think a lot of food eats would be also. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're passionate about providing that to other people, which yeah. is obviously uh, your passion as well. So, yeah, the details. Um, yeah. You know, they bring the de like, like, I want to know, 
exactly what you think. Like, is it the right texture? Is it the right color? Is it the right flavor? Um, is it moist enough? Is it not? Um, I want to know all those things. And, you know, sometimes you think you got it just right because it's yours. It's your yeah. baby. You've developed it. You've created it. Um, but then it takes that other set of eyes and taste buds to really help you refine it and give you perspective on what the, the mass guest wants. For sure. So um, as we wrap up, can, can you give us a sneak peek into anything that is coming up uh, either on the menu or something that Anna's house is doing in the community? Um, yeah, I, I, right now we're in development for our spring menu. Okay. Um, and that's pretty much like wrapped up and, and good to go. Uh, and we've already started talking about what we're gonna do for, for summer, but spring menu coming up, um, we're gonna do the breakfast pizza. All right. Yeah. So it's exciting. Yeah. So something unique and new. And then we have this uh, Mediterranean dish. I, like I said, I, I, we do a lot of Southwest. Yeah. Um, Tex-Mex flavor profiles. Breakfast nachos. Yeah. So we kind of took I'm it another. dream about those, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Come in and have them. They're, they're really good. I hope you like them. Um, but we got this Mediterranean um, skillet that we've been talking about and dreaming about for a while. Um, and it's got uh, green bell peppers, red onion, broccoli, potatoes that are seasoned perfectly, and then we're using gyro meat. So it's got this lamb and beef blend that's been shaved onto there. It's all sauteed up together. And then I've got this like really awesome white sauce. And then we're taking uh, pita bread and brushing it with some za'atar oil, uh, putting an egg over the top, feta, tomato. So it's kind of like having uh, a really high-end gyro. Is that gonna be in a skillet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's awesome. skillable all together. So it's this blend of like breakfast meets Mediterranean meets gyro. Um, and it's been really well received. I think it's, I think it's gonna be a hit and it's fun. It looks beautiful. Um, I, I can't wait to go into like the, the marketing photos of it and really yeah. like capture what this dish is so we can get it on a menu and show everybody. So um, your breakfast menu or your seasonal menu, is that things that reoccur or is it new every uh, season? It's new every season. Now, I'm not afraid to bring old stuff back. Um, that's so if we if we get something that just sells like crazy and, and yeah, we're going to bring it back by popular demand. But I think we'll always look at ways to tweak those things and make them a little bit better. Yeah. You know what I mean, like you make a recipe at home, you love it. You make it again, you love it. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know, you get a new idea and you're like, oh my gosh, this, this little tweak could make it just that much better. So our breakfast tacos, we always talk about bringing those back. Those were a hit. Um, they tacos were, and nachos for breakfast? Yeah, they were. Sounds great. Yeah, they were, they were a hit. They, they probably are best selling feature menu item in the three years that I've been with the company. Um, and we talk about bringing those back quite often, but I have some ideas that if we do bring them back, we're, we're going to elevate them. So it's all about elevating and innovating and always saving the world uh, from an ordinary breakfast. Yeah, that's we gotta, that, that, your mission that, statement. That you goal have never that stops, wall, right? right? Yeah. So it's been really great uh, getting to know you a little bit and, mm -hmm. and more about Anna's house and their impact on the community and uh, the impact on people's day, right? And uh, 
appreciate the, uh, what you do and what you've shared with us today. And thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for letting me tell the story. It was a lot yeah, of fun. This is great. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Small Talk Podcast with Anna's House. We've got an exciting giveaway just for you. Two $25 gift cards to Anna's House. Here's how you win. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, like this video, and then follow me on Instagram or TikTok and send me a message with the word gingerbread. The winners will be announced on February 9th. Don't miss your chance to enjoy a free meal at Anna's house on Plainfield. Thanks a lot and best of luck.